You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you for joining us again here at The Science of Superpowers. So excited to have you with us. And in today's episode, we're talking all about this concept of having the courage to play. And it's so important that we look at this because so much of what is afforded to us in this existence lies just on the other side of our willingness to suspend our disbelief just for a moment while we engage in something maybe that that we don't typically do. And, and sometimes we, we can we can look at that as something scary, something different. You know, what it, how do how do we step into this space when we're not real sure what it looks like, or or we don't know if it's safe, or we don't know if we're right. We don't. All of that angst comes from not really truly knowing where to rest your stability, right? What where you're founded in, what what you believe about how the world works, and and so much of this um, this these aftershocks from the pandemic are a byproduct of the fact that people are having to realize that places where they place their trust weren't really well-founded. Um, and and the, the fissures and the, and the fractures are coming to the surface and, and we need to deal with them, right? This is just a general consensus at this point. I don't know that anybody's really hiding from this fact that perhaps some deeper conversation is, is required here. And, and so in the science of superpowers, that was such a big part of my journey as, as I talk about the book here on the show, it, it it, as it poured out of me, right, in this reflection period, I talk about and how it kind of came through and what that experience was like and here sitting in reflection on it um, and all that yummy stuff. The, the theme in it was really, are you going to play? Are you going to play? And, and that was my conversation with God was, are you going to trust me in this? Like, like this self is it wants what it wants, right? It wants it's, it's, it's seemingly, um, you know, secure spaces or or the idolization that we give to things like a home and money and all of those things. And it's such a delicate balance because to suggest that you can just, you know, reach states of enlightenment and, and, and have the uh, ability to contemplate the universe when those things aren't being met, while that might be true, it's it's also incredibly challenging, right? And so there are very real circumstances that a self can certainly supersede However, when the self has the experience of feeling like the deck might be stacked against them, it, it alters things. It, it impacts how we perceive of the world. And so this idea of the courage to play was something that was really foreign to me because I had matriculated through academia, you know, got my bachelor's and my master's degree. I was in um, honors prep high school, I was at honors college at ASU, and, and then into the army and military life, and then into counterintel. And so there were some really serious structured environments that didn't really encourage a lot of play if you if you will right and 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 at least that was my interpretation of them perhaps others have a different experience of it but but for me it was you know national security or it was you know whatever the thing was that i justified to myself that made it worth my time also came with this weighted seriousness to it and i didn't really understand the sort of ripple effect from that this sort of negative amplification of insecurity with regard to how we view the world and where we find our peace. And it's something really worthy of looking at because uh, most of you have, have some level of success in this lifetime. You know, you've adulted pretty well 
And, and it's like, okay, now what? Right. And, and we were supposed to have the answers and all of a sudden our kids are looking at us like, uh, you don't know what's going on. So why am I going to listen to you? Right. Or we're looking at government officials or medical officials or science officials or whatever the case may be. Those that, that we, we feel, you know, or used to feel that we, we could lean into and find that they don't really know. And, and what happens when we're faced with circumstances that are beyond anything any of us could have anticipated. And so um, it's quite the quite the interesting journey for the self. And when we come back from our break, I'm going to read a portion of the um, of the book that I think you'll enjoy from the perspective of just a willingness to play at things that perhaps you're, you're, you know you're not going to do perfectly the first time around. Um, remember, folks, this is a participatory sport, right? If we look at our lives as something that we're here to engage in and to to get the full richness of it, it, it helps to kind of put that. Um, I'm too cool for school kind of feel on the back burner. And we invite you to to kind of challenge yourself to step into some spaces that maybe you wouldn't normally find yourself in, but but you're ready, right? You're ready to play a little bit more. Maybe you have the serious job or you have the, the serious roles that you play, but there is something in your heart calling you to, to play a little bit more, to explore some of these ideas, to, to really find yourself in the richness of life. And and that's what our community is all about. So we encourage you to take a look at that and join us. We have a community call each month, which is beautiful. Just this wonderful, yummy container where we get to talk together and say, you know, this is what we're seeing. This is what we're a little afraid of right now, you know, and, and how we go about that. Plus tons of other gatherings, just so we remember the importance of play and participation. And so you can find out more about that at superpowerexperts.com. Check out the superpower universe plus membership. Um, guarantee you're going to enjoy that. So we'll be right back after the break to continue our conversation all about play and having the courage to play. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The superpower experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the superpower universe plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. Awesome. So as promised before the break, we're I guess I should lead in a little bit, a bit a little bit clear. I'm all excited to to talk about the the book. Um, you're back. You're listening to the science of superpowers, and we're talking all about the courage to play. Um, and as I talked about before the break, it's this, this is sort of where the rubber hits the road, folks. Like, like there are places in this lifetime that unless you're willing to step out a little bit on your own faith and, and exploration, you're, you're not going to discover. Um, if you wait until things actualize and prove themselves to you above the surface, you're missing out because that means other people are creating that and they're, they're providing opportunities for yourself to experience, but you're not able to take part in that that creative process, you're simply you're, you're simply receiving the byproducts of other people's existence. Is sort of how I look at it. Um, if you want to engage in your life, it, it it requires participation, and participation in these spaces requires the willingness to play. And and it's you know it's it may feel to you that it's easy for me to sit here and say that, given the success of the network and the spaces that we play in as a family. Um, but it's but it's wasn't always that way, right? Like it, it wasn't always easy for me to sit here and say, oh yeah, play is fun. Play is easy. 
Um, instead, it was it was challenging, and that's of course why that was my walk and and why I felt like it forged me. So I'm going to read a portion of the book right now, um, all around a time when Justin and I felt really called to play. In the portion around the origin story, sort of what what led up to the awareness around superpowers. I talk a little bit about our experience with Reckla Ranch, and that was the name of our sustainable ranch that we had started. And so I'm going to read to you now from that portion, and then I'll wrap this up. When Justin and I made the decision to leave government work for good, we entered the world of entrepreneurship. We didn't really know what we were doing. We thought we did. In fact, while we still taught at the counterintelligence special agent course, we started a sustainable ranch. You guessed it, Reckla Ranch. Catchy, isn't it? It all started because I wanted more animals. As a child, I loved animals and planned to become a veterinarian. That changed when I did a high school internship with a particularly disgruntled veterinarian who once loved animals until he had to deal with pet owners. Of course, in retrospect, that whole experience makes sense. Anyway, I told Justin I wanted chickens. I researched the city regulations and discovered that the dividing line between the city and the county was right in front of our house. So much to the chagrin of our neighbors, we were free to have all chi- all the chickens we wanted on our little one-eighth of an acre. Justin's only stipulation was that I had to figure out a way to sell them. Perhaps he knew me well enough at that point to realize my chicken dreams could potentially overrun us if left to my own accord without adult supervision. It's not so much obsession and compulsion, really, more like passion and enthusiasm. Or perhaps he thought I'd be deterred. Regardless, I took the challenge. So I'm going to stop there because they, that really sets the stage. And it's, you know, this isn't one of those like, like bait and hook, like, oh, you have to read the book. The point there was that we knew nothing about chickens outside of, I think, both of us in our heritage had had aunts and uncles and grandparents and whatnot who had experienced that sort of in existence. And we had memories of visiting places. I, for one, remember visiting my grandparents in the summertime on their farm or my aunt and uncle and, and, and it, and it sets in, right. It, 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 there's sort of a lot of folks we talk to on these evolutionary paths sort of have this yearning for, uh, you know, they hold this yearning for the, for land and for development, for creating with nature. Um, that's not an unusual combination as you continue to explore um, this walk with the divine, that, that the, the harmony with nature sort of comes into it. And that's really what we felt evolving there. Um, but, but everybody told us we were crazy, right? Everybody told us it shouldn't be done. Everybody told us they can go to the store and get eggs, but, but there was something in the experience of it and, and it mattered to us. And while that wasn't really where we stopped and built at that time, it's important to recognize that, that we stepped out in it and, and, you know, we had, we had our jobs for both of us were still working at at SISAC at the time at the counter intel school. Um, I ended up leaving to, to be home with Neva. Um, and I talk about in the book what that experience was like, um, but it was all predicated on the willingness to say, okay, what is our heart calling us to? And, and what's the world telling us that we should be concerning ourselves with right now? And do those two things align? And, and every time in our relationship and, and even before we met in our individual journeys, Justin and I have an, a tremendous history of being willing to say, yeah, no, those aren't aligned. And then sitting in each each space and, and really assessing what matters more. And, and in the play conversation, I think that that cannot be left off the table because the willingness and the courage to play is 
much easier to step into and to hold when your conviction is present about what is it that you're truly living for, right? And if we're honest, most of collective consciousness never bothers to stop and ask that question. There's an an assumption that existence is the goal and surviving as long as possible is also the goal, right? And that's where we get fear around diseases and pandemics and that the idea that death of the body truly is something to be terrified of, that teaches us not to play. It teaches us to be a little bit afraid of our environment. It teaches us to be leery, to not let our guard down because what what possibly could be lurking around the corner to throw us off, right? And, And if we're not willing to look at how that has informed subconscious layers and programs of behavior, then we may have moments where we're we're doing well and we're staying in flow, but the second we get triggered into those layers where that code is stored, we're pretty powerless to do much but react from that program unless you've willingly taken a look at it and 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 kind of pulled that out and and reprogrammed yourself there. You will always be susceptible to that and that in and of itself will prohibit play. And so so this week really sit with this idea of where am I holding back? Like, where am I sort of one foot in, one foot out? A lot of times we do it in relationships. It took me a long time, a long time, even after we were married. I'm sure we'll talk about this in the the apple flavored pomegranate show. Um, a long time after we were married to really relax into our marriage. I'd been single for a very long time. I was very, very good at being single. And um, I wasn't really, I didn't know if I was willing to let go of some of that freedom. And, and slowly those layers came off. But ultimately, that psychological freedom of the self had to be looked at as well. And so this week, whether it's in your business, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's with your children, whether it's with your life, look at where you're holding back and not exhibiting the courage to play. And in the meantime, make sure that you're participating in your life, that you are engaging, that you're doing something that maybe you wouldn't normally do. We recommend starting with us. Come to our community call, join our membership, make sure that you're stepping into spaces that feel well-held and loved and and, and where you can feel confident in doing things that that maybe you're curious about, but, but you're not real sure how to go about it, right? We're a great place to bring those questions too. And there's always something new popping up within our community. It's very dynamic and incredibly fun. Um, so make sure you check that out at superpowerexperts.com, the Superpower Universe Plus membership. And you'll want to make sure to com- participate in that community call we do each month. Until next time, folks, thank you so much for joining us here. And we will talk to you the next time we join together. I was just sitting here reflecting on that, like what a beautiful opportunity here to just really from my heart to yours, say thank you for joining us and for sharing. And we love you. And until next time, have the courage to play. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.